welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, who's on the run for Mascorp while trying to figure out who's friend and who's foe. This is Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the cyberfunky audio junkie, hacking beats on the Vantal streets. My name is Alex. I'll be playing Garrett, conspiracy theorist, wildcard, senior citizen. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter, tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. Last session, cornered by Canary Security Forces, Olivia, Garrett, and Tiss turned themselves over to the scrutiny of Senior Security Officer Boots. Olivia and Tiss spilled the beans about the mission, and although Boots didn't seem completely convinced, he at least decided to investigate further, but not before clocking Olivia's status as a wanted criminal-slash-terrorist. He also spoke separately with Garrett after he received medical attention, who seemed to corroborate the story. Garrett also identified one of the security guards as a possible Axiom plant. Boots brought the gang back together in the holding cells to stew while he investigated. However, the Axiom Guard took this opportunity, turning his weapon on Boots and locking the four of them inside the cell. While this was all happening, Bunk was biding his time in the secret compartments. Noticing a chance to escape, he made his move, eventually making his way to the public waiting area of Leica Station. He was able to retrieve the group's smuggled gear from baggage claim and confirmed that Anika Seti is indeed on board the station. So we'll start with Bunk, actually, who is in the lobby still. It's a large circular room with rows of semi-comfortable benches and a few shops and a small food court. In the center of the room is a small art gallery with 3D holographic depictions of pre-flood West Coast landmarks and skylines. There's a good mix of people here, families on vacations, laborers, and business types. There are large windows along the outside wall that give a nearly 360-degree view of outside. And you can see the earth dominating your view to the left and a distant moon on your right. You had just left the baggage claim when you saw Anika and her entourage enter a VIP lounge on the far side of the room. What do, Bunk? I think Bunk would take, like, a moment to look out the viewport, because that that's really why he wanted to get out into space, is just mm-hmm. to take a look at the world through a different lens. I think he'll uh, pop off his VR visor for a second and just take a look at the Earth. An unfiltered view. Mm-hmm. Except for whatever filters are on the glass, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some kind of UV filter, I'm sure. But you know, <laughs> you get a good naked look of the blue, green, and white marble. Yeah, I think after a little while, we'll see Anika heading off to another part of the. Sorry, what did you say? Just another part of the terminal. You see her walk into a room on the far side of the terminal, and from here, it looks like a like a VIP lounge, essentially. Mm, okay. I need to get into this VIP lounge. Yeah, you, you head a little closer and uh, just to get a closer look, and you see it's like a, a frosted glass door um, with that you can't really see anything through. There's a card swipe just to the side of it and a sign that says Starfarer Platinum Members Only. Hmm. Starfarer's Platinum Members. Okay. Oh, man. There's so many different ways I could go about doing this. <laughs> Is there a bouncer up front checking IDs or something? 
No, it looks like there's just that little like a little swipe card that you would you know, you would have mm. your membership card and you would swipe that to get it. Okay. I feel like this would be a fairly maybe a fairly easy thing to pull off via hacking, although my luck with that is never <laughs> gone. Right? Yeah, I don't think it would be as hard as some of the other things. Basically, you just need to like spoof a membership ID or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Spoof yeah. a membership ID. If it's easy, then I'll do it quickly. If it's not, then I'll steal somebody else's yeah. or something. So I think if you wanted to spend a gear, we could say like you have a like a blank card that you just have to program already, and that's easy enough, and then you're good to go. Or yeah, you could do a, just a simple little hack roll. The gear thing honestly sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah you guys got some to spare. Yeah. So I've spent one on the suit and one on a uh, like hackable like passkey just like a blank magnetic swipe card that you can program it in and just you know finding a fake account number essentially is easy enough sweet yep i look on the interwebs for an id to spoof and i plug it in on the dark web on the ultra dark web oh the ultraviolet <laughs> web i think oh. i think that one needs a roll if you're going on the ultraviolet <laughs> web <laughs> no man i just chilled there <laughs> right okay cool yeah you do your uh, piracy and you Swipe the blank card on the little swipe outside there. You hear a little click and the light turns to green and you open the door and you walk in. I'm strutting. Oh, sure. Yeah. You strut in. <laughs> <laughs> Important. Thank you. Inside, uh, there's a you find a, a well-adorned room. It features a large and well-stocked bar in the center. And there are a variety of dining tables lit by small floating glass balls containing candles that give off a low blue spherical flame in the diminished gravity. Along the perimeters, you see a number of doors that lead to private booths, massage parlors, VR lounges, and the like. And at the bar, you see uh, Anika drinking. And there are two people with her. One is a business-looking type, a woman in a gray suit, wearing some kind of AR visor and relaying a steady stream of numbers and email messages to Anika. And a burly-looking man who seems to be on high alert, constantly surveying the room. There's a smattering of other people in here, but most of them are paying attention to their own things. And that's what you see. All right. Again, there's a few different ways I could go about this. I want to get a bit of a feel for Anika. So I might just like take a seat in a lounge right now and keep an eye on her for a second. I guess I want to see her like interacting with somebody that isn't like a direct employee of hers <laughs> to see if she's like open to conversation or if she wants somebody who's going to be more like blunt and to the point or or if I could woo her with my bunk charms <laughs> hmm <laughs> okay yeah you could roll uh, assess I guess and what I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see I guess <laughs> I rolled a six shit I have zero edge oh no yeah you sure it can't be mine? <laughs> Maybe I could be assessing with my VR visor. Yeah, if you can describe something else that you're doing. Like, if you're just sitting there and listening and watching, then it would be assess. But but it doesn't mean you can't try something different now. I think there's not too much wrong that can go with you if you're just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, she's just she's not talking to anybody else. Like, she only has her employees. Just the woman that's with her that's like giving her e email messages and stuff and she's replying and that's about mm -hmm. it. Okay. So basically I can't get a read on her, but that's okay because people love me. I mean, I always make a great first impression, 
right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> none of us are there to back you up. All right. I'm walking over. I assume my comms are still not linking up with these guys yet. Yeah, exactly. You guys still need to find some way to get on the same network. Yeah, we can't pump you up like we usually do. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. usually help so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys could be doing flips and yeah. <laughs> That always helps. You know that somewhere out there they're doing flips for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I just walk up to her. You start walking up to her. Mm -hmm. As you get a few steps away, you see the man that was with her kind of step one step towards you to cut you off and says, this is a private party, sir. Oh, good. Uh, Do you know what kind of drink Annika likes? So what? So you can poison her? Good luck. (laughs) I got my eye on you. I don't think the bar will poison her, but I I was just hoping to order one for Annika, if that's all right with you. He uh, gives you a good stern look up and down, seems to be assessing you, trying to get a read on you. And he steps back towards Annika and whispers into her ear, who looks towards you a bit dismissively, a very like kind of quick glance, a kind of annoyed glance, and then back to her work before whispering something back to the guard. And the guard returns to you and says, Anika would accept your offering of a martini. Thank you very much. I asked the bartender for a martini. I'm trying to not say very much. Less is more. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that's fine. The bartender kind of nods towards a little uh, panel on the table, which you see as a card reader. And you kind of swipe your membership card there. And he, uh, in a moment, hands over a martini to you. I hand it over to Anika and I point to the seat that's clearly taken beside her of one of her (laughs) employees. And I'm like, is this seat taken? (laughs) She motions to the seat on the opposite side where the employee is not sitting. (laughs) I have a seat and I just going to introduce myself, I guess. Who do you introduce yourself as? Uh, Pasquale <laughs> Right. <laughs> Obviously. Well, remember, it's a very uh, dapper name. She says, and? Oh, and I, uh, I just couldn't help noticing you uh, sitting at the bar here alone. <laughs> I mean, besides your employees. <laughs> <laughs> With a group of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, here I am alone, too, and I just thought uh, we could have a friendly conversation. (laughs) I like how you interrupted a conversation for this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like everyone here is kind of rich, and I'm trying to be a bit dismissive of her employees because I feel like she's probably that way. Right. I could be totally reading her wrong. Um, You've heard kind of snippets of conversation from her before. Like, when you first saw her at the Vessel Breach, she was speaking to someone on the phone and pretty demanding and dismissive mm-hmm. at that point. So uh, you, you don't think that's an unreasonable assumption. Why don't you roll style? It doesn't seem like she's someone who has a lot of patience. So we need you to convince her that you're worth her time. Sounds good. 10, complete success. Do you have an idea what kind of angle you're you're going for here? Are you trying to be a little flirty? Are you trying to be a <laughs> business person with a deal or... Are you trying to just be friendly? What's the what's the plan? Just like another businessman like on here being friendly. She probably gets the feeling that I'm probably trying to like network and trying to mm-hmm. like I see that she's a bit of a big wig and I'm trying to like make a connection. But hopefully I'm also giving her the impression that 
like I also have maybe something to offer her. I'm just trying to make some nice small talk before I kind of like give her a pitch or something. Sure. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of uh, you've got her curiosity at this point. That it is a little bold of you to just come up and start talking to her to interrupt her uh, meeting. <laughs> and that you wouldn't do that without an interesting reason. So she's sticking around to find out what that is. So yeah, you guys are just kind of making small talk at this point about the journey and about being business people. And oh, how about that delay back on Earth and that kind of thing. These incompetent uh, uh, Vantel employees and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think she's pretty direct as well. And she says, uh, I doubt this is just a friendly conversation. Uh, what, what do you want? Oh, you got me pegged. I'm trying to uh, make a little bit of a deal. Uh, I'm here with a few associates of mine, and we'd like to pitch you something. I don't feel super comfortable talking to you about it here, of course, but um, maybe we could have a meeting somewhere on the station. Bunk's thinking fast. So he's like, uh, <laughs> maybe we could meet at the, there's probably like a hotel that he saw like coming along here. And it's got to have a conference center or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple ways to go about it. There are like in the VIP lounge, there are kind of private booths right. that lead off of it where, you know, there's just for like for someone to have a power nap before their next transfer. Mm-hmm. There also would be, you know, some like conference rooms or that kind of thing. If you want something a little more uh, formal. Yeah, like a conference room at a hotel or something. I guess I tell her, like, my friends aren't uh, members, so I don't think uh, we'll be able to meet here, but... So you're trying to arrange something later then, or...? Yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to see if I can get her to meet with me later, and then that way that'll give me a little bit of time to plan something better than what I have (laughs) planned right now. Okay. (laughs) And potentially meet up with the other guys and... right see where they're at before I do that. Okay, sure. So there's not a lot of time before her next flight. Let's Mm -hmm. put it at maybe three hours, but an hour and a half from now. She sets up a meeting at, yeah, one of the conference rooms in the uh, non-VIP section. I think that sounds good. Don't want to press my luck any more than I already (laughs) have, so... That's fair. I think that sounds good, and I think I'll make my exit. Don't want to take up too much of her time, so I say thank you very much. I look forward to our meeting. She raises her martini and says, indeed, and watches you walk off. Pasquale, show out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well then let's pop over to the other three. So yeah, Olivia, Tiss, and Garrett, you're still in the holding cell. You just moments ago saw the guard discharge their weapon, firing out some sort of magnetic net that has tightly pinned boots up against the wall of your cell. The cell door slides shut with a whoosh and a clank as the locks re-engage. Begin. One thing I'd like to try to do is see if we can get this net off of uh, Boots, was it? Is his name? He groans under the weight of the net. Right. He's alive, at least. Yeah. I think, Tis, you're the most able-bodied person here. I can help with one arm, but I don't have my full (laughs) strength. Did the guy close himself in here with us? The guard was on the outside. Okay. Yeah, he closed the door. Yeah, closed the door on you. He locked boots in here with us. Okay. Yes. yes. Gotcha. All right. I will try to remove the net from boots. Just uh, with brute physical strength? I don't have much else. Quick question. When when they healed me up, would that have corrected my, like, minus one to my meat? Yeah. Can I assist just by, like, also tugging on this net thing? Yeah, please. Okay. What am I rolling? 
If you're just trying to brute force it off, then it'll be meat. Then Garrett should do it. <laughs> Garrett's stronger than you. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I have one meat. But. I've got the same. I'll roll to assist. Okay. Uh, it's an eight to assist. Okay, Garrett got an eight to assist. I rolled a nine. So I get plus one for ten. Cool. It's not easy. It definitely takes uh, both of you. And even then you think maybe you got a little lucky. One of the little magnets didn't quite latch right. You know, there was something non-magnetic, a poster on the wall or something that it clipped onto. You think you got a little lucky in this case. But you're able eventually to pull it off. It's still active, though. So it then just like snaps onto the ground. You hear that very heavy metallic clank as it does. Hmm. Boots kind of floats off of the wall a little bit and kind of, you know, is rubbing his shoulder where it got pinned up against the wall. He says, well, I, I guess you guys were right. Yeah, not so space crazy after yeah. all. Well, that's yet to be seen. <laughs> yeah. Not so, I said. <laughs> yeah, why not both? <laughs> I hate to say I told you so. <laughs> you love saying I told you so. <laughs> yeah, you say it a lot. <laughs> well, I fucking, I told you so. <laughs> you had a told you so? Fucking a told you so. I see. <laughs> All right, Boots, what's the weakness to this room? Yeah, I have a plus two hold, so I feel like that could help with that question. Yeah, you had done a little uh, snooping around last time, and you had found the air recycling vent in the ceiling. So you already have a plus one to use to try to manipulate that. And you do have other hold that you can spend at this point, should you wish. Um, right. Can we get those questions again real quick? While you look those up, is this maybe a good opportunity for us to like resync our cybercoms together now that we're all in the same room in case we split up later? You can absolutely do kind of the basically just like a Bluetooth local area network sync with the three of you. Boop, boop. The button is really small, though. <laughs> yeah, you need a, like a, a paper clip to get in there. But mm-hmm. um, but luckily you have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lose one of your gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've think that you discuss this quickly with Boots and he can give you the Wi-Fi password, so to speak. <laughs> Sick. So that you can use the station's network as well and presumably contact Bunk. Nice. Excellent. I think I'm definitely going to go with with the help of Boots here. What is my best way out? Which is not the door. <laughs> <laughs> it can be the door. <laughs> well, however, is the actual best way to get out of here? So, yeah, I mean, you have... One option, which is the the great. Another option would be EC Boots, and he, he is trying to use his mic, and it looks like it's been damaged. But with you guys connected to the network, you could try to contact another uh, you know member of the security team to come and let you out. But he warns, well, apparently at this point, I don't know who I can trust. Mm-hmm. And I suppose the last question that I can use here from that role is, where can I gain the most advantage? I feel like what I would like to do with that question is to deal with the great at the top. I feel like uh, you were saying it was connected to like ducks and things like that. So there might be some kind of like wiring I could get a hold of or something like that. If you want to manipulate the vent, you, you already have a plus one on that because you used your other oh, right. assess hold to, to find it. Okay, sure. You could maybe use that down the road, like to know where that vent system will lead you or, you know, to get, get some advantage further mm. down the road. So I'll put plus one duct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, duct. duct. Sorry, never mind. You have plus one against the ducts that live in the duct. So I still have one hold then for the cell. At this point, yeah. Okay. How can I avoid trouble? 
<laughs> it would be a good one. <laughs> sure. He knows what the kind of regular patrol route here would be. Also, probably where the that there would be a security camera in here. In this room? Yeah. Oh, right. And he thinks he could probably disable that or buy you some time. You do have to wonder how much of the security is on to it, uh, on the side of Axiom, if they saw a guy attack you into the cell and no one has come yet. <laughs> well, it's you know not necessarily uh, 24-7 monitored. They don't usually get a lot of criminals up here. Or terrorists, for that matter. Well, it's your lucky day. <laughs> yeah, first time for everything. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't be so judgmental. You don't know my life. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I guess that advantage then, the how do I avoid trouble, is that he knows when it would be checked right? and when the patrol routes are outside, so he knows when you guys can act such that you would avoid notice. Excellent. Okay. Let's use that info, you guys. We can talk to Bunk now, right? Yeah. We can tell him when's the best time to come in here and let us out. I don't know how he'll let us out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could just get to a terminal and like hack the door open for us. Right. Maybe. Or just spend more gear at things. <laughs> Remember, some of that gear are guns, though. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. <laughs> I don't want to do that just yet, but I'm just saying. All right. Mm-hmm. Bunk, you're back in the lobby now, kind of uh, trying to think of what your next step is when you get a, a first a bit of static in your headset and then a, a message that comes through over the internal network here in the station. You get a, like a conversation request and you see that it's these, these fools. Hey, we didn't die. Oh my God, you guys are alive? I know, right? That's crazy. Congrats. You busy? <laughs> yeah. You up? You up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's your situation? So, we are in the brig. Nice. Here are some schedules. <laughs> I send them over. <laughs> of the guards' routes and whatnot. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> There's... Three of us plus another, just FYI. Oh, wow. You got lots of people. All right. Well, sounds like you guys don't really need my help. Um, We need you to open the door, <laughs> dude. You need me to open a door? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can open a door. Is it always <laughs> so difficult for you guys to have a conversation? All right. Just tell me which door to open. Break. Break door. Uh, I turn to um, Boots. Yeah. Boots, yeah, and I'm like, what number is this door? Uh, number 7-2. 7-2, please, in the brig room. And you guys can't just open it? No, we're inside. <laughs> it's it's inside and it's a, a push, not a pull. So. Oh. Yeah. That's so annoying. <laughs> I know, right? All right. I, I send a crying emoji. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let me know if you guys get yourselves out of there before I get to you. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> I feel like I'm your parent and I'm like, I have to pick you guys up somewhere now because you got <laughs> lost or something. All right. Well, uh, I take a look at where this door is. How are you doing that? There's so many guard schedules, I yeah, guess. Yeah, schedules and things That's like that. That's useless but... to me. And I told you which door. <laughs> yeah. That's it. 
you're back in the public area now. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have crossed or encountered the brig on your during your escape. So, hmm. All right. Well, I send back a message then saying, I don't know where this is. <laughs> I get boots to hop on our comms or whatever <laughs> and, and literally <laughs> yeah. walk him through it. I like how you're the parent yeah. here, but we have to like hold your whole hand for this. <laughs> Couldn't ask for directions, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know where you guys are. We told you we're in the brig. Is your plan to get just right up to the store? Is your plan to find a, a terminal somewhere? Is your plan to go to security? I was just thinking terminal, but... I guess I'll try to get to some terminal and try to hack my way into... Like, hacking into a prison system seems like uh, the worst <laughs> thing to do, but... I was just hoping you guys would break yourselves out. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a way to. <laughs> you, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to do hacking. You could try to coerce a guard or steal a key card or something like that. Yeah. Well, I do have a key card. Yeah, one that's programmed for Starfarer Platinum memberships, not mm-hmm. for backdoor access. Oh, I thought it was just like reprogrammable. Maybe, but you wouldn't know what to program it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm just going to try to bribe somebody to do it for me. You have more money? I thought you gave all your credits away. I have a lot of gear. <laughs> so all your guys' guns. <laughs> oh, no. My God. It is what it is. All right. Well, I try to uh, find somebody I could bribe, I guess. Maybe I'll do a quick social media browse of people that are uh, members of the security force here that seem like they have way too much money. Way too much? Or not enough? No, they seem like they like are taking bribes is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> they have more money than their they got uh, a party salary. Style. Yeah. I'm looking for someone easy mm-hmm. that I can give a ton of our stuff to in order to <laughs> just break these guys out. Okay. Well, I, I think it'll probably be a mind check then since you're doing a little research. Yeah. And you will get plus one because you're acting on the intel that Boots gave you regarding the guards. Sweet. That's a nine. I do have an ability when I do research. I get to ask a follow-up. Okay. Well, if you know what your follow-up question is going to be, great. But in the meantime, I think you find someone and you'll be able to get it done. But by the nature of the person you found, <laughs> you, you found mm-hmm. them because they like to blab on social media. <laughs> mm. So you think, you know, it could be something that could come back to haunt you later. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah almost certainly. So so we would probably translate that to a bump up in the action clock. Right. I don't worry about future bunk. That's his problem. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> I worry about now bunk. So you're really in the moment. It's hard not to be. Okay. Note that that does put you one away from midnight. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, I didn't know this would have game consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not worried about it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's for future bunks problem. Right, right, right. Uh, although future bunk is becoming much closer to now bunk. But <laughs> mm-hmm. OK, <laughs> yeah, you find one of the guards. Uh, he's on his break right now, hanging out in the lobby, eating some what would you call it? Mickey. Mickey D's or oh, uh, McDonald's or O'Donnie's. O'Donnie's, yeah. <laughs> Snarfed down some O'Donnie's. And similar to the last time you tried to bribe mm-hmm. someone, <laughs> we'll get that yeah. style check. You've already kind of secured the deal, so it can't go too wrong, but mm-hmm. it'll just adjust how much you have to part with. That makes sense. Oh, nice. I rolled a nine 
and I have plus one style, so that's a complete success. Hot damn. He just likes the shiny paperclip you have. (laughs) (laughs) I can turn this into a boat. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's at least like one really nice like gun in there. Like uh I think that's only if you had to give him (laughs) something real a lot. He likes the shitty gun that has a story to it. (laughs) You really sold it. Yeah, it's like an old-fashioned replica revolver and has like a one of the sweetheart grips that has a picture of someone in the handle. That's my gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, no longer. What the hell? I mean, you can try to get it back later. Yeah. I say it had a lot of sentimental value to the guy who owned it, it last. It did. It says, uh, uh, to my dearest love, Garrett is etched on the side and... <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget you. <laughs> Don't ever lose this gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird engraving. But you can't yeah. use it in space because it's a revolver. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, he's able to get you back into the um, employees area and down towards the brig and slips you a key card that you can use. One that he <laughs> stole from another guy so he doesn't get <laughs> in trouble for it later. Nice. Fair. And says, Nice never meeting you and leaves. Hell yeah. This is the guy who's going to blab about this later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he only knows me as Pasquelcho. <laughs> Pasquelcho's going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. I open that door. Yeah, there's a shunk and the door slides open and you are reunited. Yellow amigos. Hey. Hi. Hey. This is our friend Boots. Boots, this is Pasquelcho. Oh, another cop. Yeah, give him give him Garrett's other gun. He's uh, (laughs) not really a cop, I don't think. He's like a canary overlord or whatever. (laughs) Canary overlord. Oh god. Oh my god. (laughs) Something like that. Garrett, are you okay with this? (laughs) You know, Uh, senior security officer. (laughs) Senior security officer. Oh, you're like a rent a cop. Gotcha. Garrett likes the senior. Yeah. Where's his segue? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as you're on our side, you're cool with me. Yeah. Are you on our side? I should have asked this before we opened the door. I honestly don't know, but I know I'm not on the side of whoever's trying to fuck my station up. Axiom. Yeah. Passing Angel Axiom is hella shit, bro. We got to take <laughs> him down. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I point to us, we're the friends, though. <laughs> we, we are the friends. <laughs> As per usual, he does not seem convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like by now he should be. (laughs) Again, he's convinced of some of the things you've told you. He's not convinced that he should trust or have any respect for any of you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't say respect. (laughs) I'm Pasquelcho, by the way. (laughs) Uh, He points dismissively at his name badge that says Boots. Boots, I like it. I just did an introduction. (laughs) He says, so I, I assume that they'll be going back to try to secure the cargo. We should head to the the bay. Uh, to the cargo bay. Yeah. Very quickly before we go, I asked Bunk if he managed to find our gear. Or did he tell us over comms already that he did? Uh, no. So, yeah, I did manage to find our uh, gear. And I point to like uh, like a couple of huge duffel bags. <laughs> That I've been like pulling behind me on like a <laughs> nobody thought that like was a suspicious. strap. You're, you're in zero G. It's it's okay. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have luggage here. Yeah, it's easy. Do you do you have my traumaderms? Do my traumaderms make the trip? Okay. Uh, I don't know. You got to check. I I haven't ruffled my way all the way through there. I just found my suit. 
<laughs> a trauma derm would be great right about Do now. Do you have uh, Garrett's gun from his deceased mother? No, that was from <laughs> myself. I did the own engraving, but I want it back. <laughs> Garrett, I'll never forget you. Love Garrett. That's just wishful thinking. Man. <laughs> did you find my gun? Uh, like I said, you you got to ruffle your way through there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like some stuff might be missing. It might might have been uh, those like baggage claim people. You can't trust them. You know? It's true. You can't. Those fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. They love engraved items. Oh, my God. They really do. Thank you, Olivia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to roll a cool. Anyway. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, absolutely. There can be some trauma derms in there if you spend another gear. Can I has one? How many harm are you at? 21. You guys can spend one gear and have enough for everybody to take a swig. Oh, yes! Nice. Oh, sweet. What does that do? That'll probably use it up. <laughs> I can use it at 21, right? 21 so, or less, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Wrap okay. up my arm real good. Wrap up my foot. What's the role for trauma derms? Apply for stage? Yeah, apply for stage is the one. Okay, well, Garrett's going to roll. He's going to use his trauma derms. Yes! That's an 11. Are you rolling for all of us? I think I'm rolling for myself? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Or am I? could I roll for everyone because that's an 11? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I know. We'll make them individual rolls, I think. Okay, if my... Harm is 2100 or less. Reduce harm by two segments. Fuck. Yeah. Olivia got a seven. So you you reduce your harm by one. But then if it's still at more than 2100, you get minus one ongoing. No, I'm at 18 now. Okay, cool. Then you're good. Tiss and bunk. 11 plus my zero cool. Remember that you guys might be still be getting minus one to your cool because of trauma. Which is why I failed that roll. Oh, no. Okay, cool. So, Bunk, you can reduce your... Or what is your clock at currently? 2,100. Okay, so you can reduce it by two. Nice. And Tiss, complete failure or... Yep. Oh, no. That's okay. I'm the least harmed. I only have one harm, so... Oh, okay, yeah. Do you make it worse? No, there, there's no <laughs> effect. Cut yourself. He gets an infection. <laughs> yeah. He found a scalpel. Yeah, I <laughs> think that's all right. If you were more hurt, I would maybe try to punish you for it. But if you're only at one, that's all right. Yeah, okay. Well... Let's get the hell out of this area. Well, before we do that, mm-hmm. Boots, is, do you have like a artillery room or anything like that? Artillery room? You'd keep like batons and stuff in there. You mean like an armory? <laughs> yeah, an, an armory. Yeah. I think artillery room is a little, is a little more explosive. <laughs> right, right. For when we want to bombard the earth with, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with nuclear shells. Just in case. Just Can't in declare case. Declare themselves a free nation. Oh, the artillery room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you know about the artillery room? <laughs> Everyone knows. There certainly would be, like, the guards are not super heavily weaponized. That's fine. Just one guy. Mostly it looks like non-lethal weapons and that kind of thing. We'll take anything, man. Get me in there. Well, we do have a bunch of gear. Yeah, but I had lost my armor. I'd like to maybe try to find a new set. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I I should probably tell you guys that I met up with Anika. Oh. Anika Seti. You know oh. who that is. Our, our contact's right. mother. Yes, yes. One of the uh, people running this whole sh- shindig. A person right. of interest. Yeah. And I, I got a meeting with her, so. Oh, what time yeah. is that at? That meeting is going to happen very shortly from now. It took you at least a bit of time to yeah. find this other person and bribe them and get in here. So, Oh, no. I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need backup for this or can we go to our own thing? Uh, no, I, I think I definitely need some backup. I'll go with you. Then let me hit up the armory. 
But I just don't know what our plan should be because I'm hoping we can get some kind of like confession out of her. Mm-hmm. Garrett knows how to identify uh, Axiom people, so he offers to join you. Oh, okay. That sounds helpful. You do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you tell us? Yeah, I used my intel last episode to... Is this something you heard on ...to Burn? have known something. No! <laughs> it's worked out. Wilson told me. Do they have like a tattoo oh, okay. or something? What is it, Jake? They they keep like a little black piece of paper in their name badge or it's something? Like a black or? square or something? Yeah, it's like a square. black square on their name badge that you can... That's yeah. so uh, noticeable. <laughs> it's, it's very discreet. It's very discreet. So. It's a small black square. It's like a QR code. Right. Everybody has like a, a little like symbol that denotes, you know, their rank or their position or their department or something. And this one just has that little extra little line. Oh, I see. It looks like maybe they put it on with Sharpie by accident. <laughs> yeah, it's something that like Axiom people can like, you know, spot between each other, but other people wouldn't notice. They'll just be right. like, clean your badge. Come on. <laughs> well, no offense, but now that I know that, I don't really need you to join me. <laughs> oh, okay, well, then I'll, I'll join Tiss in the armory then. Have a good evening. <laughs> No, I mean you can still come. I just no, like, no, no, no. I'm going to the armory. I'm going to gear up. Have a good, have a good meeting. Yeah, yeah. Why buy the Garrett if the intel is free? Oh, yeah, only Garrett can see that little line on the game tag with his <laughs> razor sharp eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got those special glasses. It's at a frequency that only old people can hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah. Okay, I think we've got to, like, blackmail her. That's my Mm -hmm. opinion, anyway. I agree. I think we should tell her that we're going to tell the world about how she murdered her son if she doesn't fess up to some passing angel axiom shit. Do you want to borrow my recording glasses? That would be helpful. So we can actually have evidence of it happening, yes. Sure, yeah. Give those to Olivia. She's not wearing anything on her face. Nope. Okay. Now I am. How do I look? Great. I mean, everybody looks better with some kind of glass on their yeah, face. Yeah, fortunately, they're, they're oh. pretty strong <laughs> prescriptions, so. Yeah, I'm like, I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. but we don't have actual evidence that she did that mm. is the problem. But we know she did it. And we can fake that we have evidence. Tiss, you come up with fake evidence all the time, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I've read your stories. (laughs) They're all fact-checked. You're talking about burn nightly, dude. (laughs) Tiss still has a contact, so that might be something you could use, as well as, yeah, you you got kind of little bits and pieces of Mm -hmm. info, nothing that would be admissible in court, I guess. But you, yeah, you can use that at least to... All right. Try to uh, convince her that you do. Yeah, if Tiss has a contact that has some more concrete evidence that he could... That'll be tricky. I can't contact anyone down on Earth. We would assume that you did this beforehand. Oh, prior. Okay. Right. This is like a recording or something that you got. Yeah, you've got a statement from uh, Melissa Horse the third. <laughs> Your long-lost daughter. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe I have like a disgruntled like secretary contact or something. Another ex. Yeah. Or on the way to the armory, we find a guard who we know is Axiom. And then we uh, beat a confession out of him and then communicate that over cyber comms and bunk and play it back to um, what's her butt. All in favor? 
sounds bad. Nay. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> that was not how I expected that to go. So, I mean, we don't have to beat it out of him. We could extort it out of him. Yeah. Garrett, when has torture ever worked for you? <laughs> I mean, it worked okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not. For me, never. Uh, for <laughs> Tiff, <you>? sometimes. <laughs> but. Yeah, you'd think you'd have learned <laughs> that it's not fun. It seems like an extra step. Like, if we can just say we have a statement already, why mm-hmm. would we yeah. go yeah. out of the way to, to get something else? I think the evidence that we have is what I'm going to go there with. I don't want to do anything extra because we don't have yeah. enough time. Yeah. I don't understand, though. Like, this is you, like, tipping your hand, saying, like, I know what's up. Mm-hmm. And you're doing this, like, just out in the open. Okay, here's my thinking. Our mission here from Wilson was to intercept and disable the satellites. And we did that. So our mission basically is complete. But our other mission, I think, is to out the passing angel axiom. And their plan. This is the only way I can think of of doing that. No, I think you're right. I think this is a good pass because I think what it is is I don't think she put the hit on, on her son. I think the axiom did that. You know, so if we can at least prove that that is true, right. then maybe she'll be willing to turn on them. Right. Or confess if she was involved. Because, right. you know, feelings. Yeah, or confess if she was involved, yeah. Right. Like, maybe we'll just say that we're, like, going to transmit all the details, everything we know about how your son was killed by the passing angel, the axiom, probably with your involvement. We don't know that part for sure. But uh, if you're willing to confess and kind of throw them under the bus, then we're willing to look the other way, throw them under the bus too. And just like, say it was, say it was them. Look the other way on your involvement anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think that's okay. That sounds good to everybody. That's a sound idea. I think that's the way to go. I'm thinking maybe I can use one of my skills then, which is monstering, not monstering, but going live. Mm. So Mm. I could. Okay. So maybe what makes sense Hold on, what does going live do? Because you might not be able to go live from here. Right. Yeah, if if you're trying to broadcast to Earth. Maybe just uh, into the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Could have sworn I had an ability that let me do something like that. Oh, live and on the air. They must have some way of communicating to Earth. When you go live from the scene and broadcast a stream to avoid harm and exposure and expose your target, you roll edge. So I'm thinking maybe I can just go live and broadcast this to like the local network, essentially. Like, everyone mm-hmm. in the station will be able to to see right. what I'm essentially showing through my glasses. Yep, sure. Right, and definitely a bunch of them will record it and send it back down. Okay, so then I think what makes sense, but this would mean you can't go to the artillery, unfortunately. Well, I think we're, it doesn't sound like we're looking for a fight. We're looking for... Well, no, there's two things going on. So, there's the... A deer's mom thing. Yeah. And then didn't Boots say that there's something going on in the in the Bay Area? His theory, I suppose, is that the Axiom guard that turned on him is likely going back to the cargo room in order to secure their contraband. So what I'm suggesting is splitting up then for that. Yeah, that is his top priority. He's going there either way. He's halfway out the door yeah. as you guys are talking. <laughs> well, we're still thinking. So like Olivia and Garrett should go with Boots then and Tiss and Bunk should go to the meeting. Yes. Yeah, we're also not sure that... We got everything. Like, it could have been on a different shipment or something. Like, there could be more satellites. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think this is a good plan. Let's do it. Okay. So, Bunk and Tiss are going to talk to Anika. 
And you guys are going to head off with boots. Okay. Yeah. So give Tiss his glasses back. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. They hurt my eyes. <laughs> but now I'm uglier according to Bunk. Oh. <laughs> you got to take off your glasses and let out your hair. I'm not a nerd anymore, you guys. She is all that. Yeah. The after librarian. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still bald, though, I think. so. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm whipping my hair, in, but the thing is happening. <laughs> okay. It sounds like we actually have a plan, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how Jake fucks it all up. Oh, in man. two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The House of Bob. If you're enjoying the show, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend, hit us up on social media. We're at The House of Bob on most platforms. If you'd like to support the show financially, consider uh, checking out our Patreon. There's at least 35 hours of bonus content, including a monthly bonus recording, like director's commentary and one-shots. There are also RPG zines and a monthly blog post. I'd like to thank our current Patreon sponsors. It's Bluck at 12, Christine Braille, Elias Anderson, Jessica... Jessica Colvin, Josh Jordan, Keith Haddad, Kieran Duffy, Luke Conroy, Mark Boykin, Mary Margaret, Pavela Shin, Ray Kearney, Scooter Emerson, Mike, Ron Sonius, Team Eamon, Tom Inns, Tom Wesley, Tyler K, and Bolt. If you've had a name change or I'm pronouncing your name wrong, please send us a message or email so I can fix it. Artwork for this episode is by Jake at Javix. Audio production was by Alex of Astronomic Audio. And the music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. A special thanks to Hamish Cameron. He designed this game. We're having fun with it. That's it. Have a great day. Roll on. Stay funky, cyber junkie. Peace. No, a duct noise. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>